So hello, hello, group number three. I'm very, very sorry. I don't know what had happened to the previous recording that I was doing, but what was weird about it was the fact that it just kind of cut out mid midway. I don't know if that was because of my internet or if that was because of something that was going on that was really, really odd. Um, but we, we're going to kind of get to what's happening with that, right? So... I don't know if I really kind of explained the reading completely or if we were getting into it or anything, but I'm going to redo it again pretty much just so that you all can get the proper information. So group number three, if you chose the candy corns in this particular instance, but before that, I do want to say I did want to thank everyone who did come to the tarot and cocktails class that we did have on Friday. That was really, really just such a good time. And it was, you know, something that I definitely might be pursuing in the future for sure. I really, really did appreciate everyone who did reach out to me through Instagram to try and let me know about the scheduling situation. That was really helpful also too. So group number three, what are we talking about today? We're talking about what is trick or treating you, right, in some type of way. So what is trick or treating? We're going to talk using about the divination oracle, right? We're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk about the skull tarot we're using, the gypsy witch oracle, all kind of things. So I pulled these particular cards and what I thought group number three that this had to be doing was or doing with, I should say, is more so about the romantic love side of things than anything else. So the first card that we pulled was about lots or chance. So what is that basically? Well, lots are another term for runes, okay, or which runes really could be considered lots. So when you're pulling lots, you're really taking a chance on something. You're pulling something that may or may not be positive. It may um, or may not be what you specifically need to hear, but it is what it is, right? So lots is all about taking a chance, taking a chance on something that normally you maybe wouldn't, okay? So that's going to lead into our flowers card, okay, which has to do about love and romance, but it also has to do about being fickle or particular, meaning that you can't decipher whether or not you want true stability, security, or if you want romance or or passion or sexuality or having, you know, uh, having your sexuality be present. There's a lot of this in-between that's going on or this fickle approach to finding a partner, right? If you are with a partner, you are probably judging your partner up against many, many others, right? Which probably isn't the best type of thing because, again, that means that you may or may not need to be with that person presently, right? If you're constantly going to be fickle about all these things, including love and relationships, right? Now, with the lots for chance, group number three, you are truly taking a chance when it comes to being with someone, right? When it comes to kind of having this sort of situation, right? You are truly, truly, truly taking that chance, right? You're taking that chance that stuff is going to be happening, 
right? And it's going to be for the positive. Maybe you're dealing with a situation right now where you're with someone who you really don't think you should be with, maybe. Or you're dealing with a situation where the one person you want, you kind of can't really have. So you're taking a chance on something different. But either way, we're going to kind of straighten this out and figure what's figure out what's going on here. It, towards the time when we do the tarot and all of that. So we're going to talk about psychometry, which is about sensitivity. So what psychometry is, is that when you touch something, right, you get visions or images. Psychometry, to me, when we pull that, is all about synchronicities. It's about what you're seeing versus what you're feeling. So you might be getting all of these things that you're seeing and you're like, what the hell? These don't really make very much sense to me. It could be because you are oversensitive or you are too close to a particular situation that you have to gain clarity on. So that is not currently happening for you. And that is causing a lot of distress or aggravation for you, right? Psychometry also poses to us that we have to take action on the synchronicities that we see, right? We can't just go based on what we feel, right? We have to go based on what we see, right? What is actually the truth? What is actually prevalent to what's happening in our life or to what's being told to us specifically, right? So sometimes we could be oversensitive. Sometimes we could be over empathic where we are feeling things in the universe that have nothing whatsoever to do with us particularly, Right, So we could be dealing with that also too. We can be dealing with the fact that there are things happening here that don't really, really need to be present, right? They don't need to be present in our situation, right? So that's one thing. That's one thing I'm going to say about all this. So what can you do about this? What can you do about this? You can do a couple of things. Right, you can get to the bottom of something, right? So you can kind of take your emotions out of it, group number three, and you can really truly get to the bottom of something that is going on in a particular situation. Or if you need to ask your partner, uh, communicate with your spouse or partner, communicate with somebody that you have an interest in, right? Communicating with that said person what is going on versus what you're feeling is, I think, more particularly going to take the fickleness out of something and kind of give you more of a result, right? So you're not just going through this without having a destination or having a truth or, you know, not showing up authentically, all kinds of stuff. So that's really what we're trying to look for in this particular reading. What is tricking you? needs to be seen, and then you need to treat yourself to a different way of acting or being, right? Because it's going to serve you better instead of you just being overly emotional and being overrun by your emotions. Or horinthromancy is all about omens, right? So we could have a good omen, we can have a bad omen. So, for example, a bad omen could be an object or a situation that can foreshadow a different event that occurs. So, like, a bad omen 
could really foreshadow something that's going to be negative, right? But this is all due to spirit, right? This is all due to what is going on, particularly with spirit, right? That type of omen that's happening. Good omens could mean something that happens to you that is positive that you are sensing or feeling that then has a foreshadowing event to something that is particular, right? That is that is good or positive, right? So this omen is basically sent by spirit. So we have to be careful with what are we listening to? What are we hearing when we speak to spirit? What is going on? right? Particularly with spirit in this situation. So that is what the omen is meaning, right? We're going to get into whether this is a positive omen or a negative omen and see where that kind of goes with this reading too. So we have the nine of cups or the nine of hearts for the gypsy witch oracle. The nine of cups is highly interesting because this kind shows us what we are emotionally keeping, how emotionally mature we have become from seeing the truth within ourselves, but also the fact that we are filling our cups with what we need, not with what we want, but what we need. We have an emotional maturity that's occurring, right? This emotional maturity. The ship in this in this specific card is the symbol of riches right of clarity of you know wealth inheritance trade it also foretells of a voyage of a change in the current circumstances of what is going on right so the 9 of cups shows us that we have riches we have emotional stability out of something that changes The Joker card is a clear indication that spirit is working with you, not working against you in this type of particular situation. I kind of figured that that card would come out, but we'll talk about it. Um, The Joker is all about spirit kind of working with you. Okay, spirit working with you. Spirit kind of showing you a different path that may be a little bit scary to you or may not be as clear to you, but that spirit is helping you for particular reasons to work out your karma, to work through something that is happening to you, to put you on a different path altogether, right? A path that you would have never seen coming, if it wouldn't have been for spirit really working with you at this time. So having that in mind, okay, with what's going on, let's talk a little bit about the tarot because I think the tarot is really hitting on some of these clear issues. The first card that we pulled is the lovers, which is why I thought when this whole reading started, we had something to do with love and romance or with relationships, Okay, so the lovers, this is a key thing, I feel like, to this whole entire reading that we're talking about here, group number three. What is really tricking you and treating you when it comes to the lovers? Okay, when it comes to having someone in this relationship, right? Is this relationship all you thought it could be? Or is it not? 
Okay, so you're trying to find that that essence, that situation that's going on, right? You're trying to find that love. You're sensitive to what's happening. Why are you sensitive, group number three? Because that person who is truly for your soul and spirit is coming to you. Right. And if you are with a particular individual who you think is this person, that's wonderful. That's the good omen. If you aren't, that is the negative or bad omen that we're talking about. Okay. So kind of focus on that really with the lover's card. And think about what I'm saying. Is this person really going to be that person for you? Okay. Are they going to be, are you going to be that person for that person? Right. Think about it. On the flip side of this, we have the devil card, okay, which clearly shows me that when we have the lovers and we have the devil, we are talking about two opposites of one coin, okay? The lovers is depicted with the archangel Michael that is depicted as being free, honest, loving, having true beauty, um, uh, sensuality or sexuality that is reciprocated. It's something that is deep, Deeper than the surface, right? Now we come to the devil card. The devil card is the complete and total opposite, right? This is about lust. This is about wanting, not needing, right? This is about, uh, you know, doing whatever it takes to obtain the person you want, regardless of the deeper connection there. And the devil is also talking about fulfilling something for the now, not for the whole period of time. The devil also tells us that if we are over-sexualized in things or if we're overthinking in things, we become oppressed or trapped in our own emotions or trapped to a particular situation that is highly toxic or negative because we are not seeing the full scope of what's going on. We're not seeing the full scope. We are going based on raw emotions, primordial feelings. We are not going based upon logic or reason in those particular type of um, situations. The devil often keeps us blind to what the truth is. You know, the devil keeps us in this state of fantasy, and it keeps us in a state of not having true knowledge, right? Of not having true clarity on what's going on, okay? So there is that drastic opposite. If you are dealing with this group number three, you are dealing with your sexual feelings versus your actual love and commitment feelings, okay? That clearly is an indication here that there is a mis miscommunication between both, either between in yourself or with your partner, Okay, there is, a, there is a clear, you know, disconnect going on here where both of them can be together in healthy ways, right? The key term here is healthy ways, right? If it's not a healthy way, you're taking a chance with your own heart or sensitivity. You're taking a chance with that, that it may or may not work out in your favor, Queen of Cups and King of Cups is all about balance, right? It's all about balance of the emotions, okay? The King of Cups is the healer, is the psychic sensitive, is the person who truly understands the difference between love 
lost, um, needing and wanting, knows the difference between a person who fulfills them within versus without. The King of Cups also asserts his power by being emotionally clear and by being emotionally wise, healing the things that have happened in the past and then coming to heal others who are dealing with the same situation. The Queen of Cups is giving, loving, abundant, but does not give herself completely away to others, right? There is a trust with the King of Cups and the Queen of Cups that needs to be realized, right? This trust is binding to both of these particular cards. This trust and this clarity in a relationship is what makes the King of Cups and the Queen of Cups so much in love with each other is because so much combined because there is that trust. There is that situation where if you are dying on the side of the highway, let's hope that this doesn't happen to you. But if you are group number three, that that person will be there for you. This person will help you, right? This person will not want to see you in a bad situation, okay? Even the situations that you put yourself in, right? This person will want to be there by your side to kind of help you, right? Now, this doesn't matter if you are gender specific. It doesn't matter if you're not, okay? Love is love. Let's talk about this for a minute, Love is love, group number three. Okay, it does. I love how all of us as humans try to depict what the hell this is, right? And we try to think that we know what the outcome is, what love is. Listen, we're all confused about this shit. We're all confused about this shit. Even if you're a spiritual person, and even if you are a witch or what have you, or a psychic or whatever, sometimes... You're not always going to know that. You're not always going to understand it unless you're feeling it, right? So, and sometimes our feelings and what the Queen of Cups and King of Cups tells us is never judge your feelings at the first time, right? Your first intuitions are what you should be judging, right? Your first intentions, not your feelings, right? Because they can change. But that intuition, that emotional tie, that feeling inside of your gut does not change. Okay, so don't let the trickery overcome you based upon your emotions. Like, don't let that devil card blind you from your intuitions. Like, if you feel in your soul of souls, this person, I need to go through this with this person for a particular reason. Hello, there's a reason for that, right? Going back to the Joker card, right? There is a reason for that. Spirit wants you to go through this for a particular reason, okay? If you feel that, you know that you have to be in that place at that time. If you're feeling like this shit is totally not for you and you're like, I don't even know what's happening here, then you need to leave, the situation, right? If you're like, I I just don't know, like this whole thing going on here, like this has been going on. I don't know if I feel really good about this. I don't know if I feel good about this other person, right? I don't know if I can trust this other person. Let me just tell you this. If you feel you can't trust this other person, you have a lot of problems, 
right? You have a lot of problems. If you know that that person's going to drive by you on the side of the highway and not stop, that's a problem, right? Because that's not a person who truly is for you. You know what I mean? That's not a person who's going to be like, oh, wow, like this is really happening to this person and I want to be supportive. I want to be there. I want to help this person. That's not what's going to be happening, right? And it's just going to make things worse over time if that's if there's no trust there. And the, and the Queen and the King of Cups really talks about that balance and that trust between romance and love and between reality and fantasy. The chariot. Okay, remember that boat? That nine of cups, right? That traveling, that voyage, the chariot. Whoever you are with right now, group number three, and let me tell you something, I am not God in any type of way. I am not spirit as far as, you know, you know what I mean, okay? I'm not that way. But let me tell you something. If you are with somebody right now, who is not making you happy, <laughs> if you are with someone right now that you feel in your gut you are not sure about, it's time to move on, group number three. It's time to move on. You are doing yourself the worst disservice because the longer you stay with this person who is not fulfilling you, the longer spirit's going to be sitting there being like, listen, we could have avoided all this shit. You could have had this person by now. This person's waiting on the path for you. And look at what you're doing, right? You're going to be, you know, avoiding the inevitable, right? Because the person that you're meant to be with is the person you're meant to be with. The chariot talks about us leaving a way of life, right? Going out there, making the pilgrimage, making the quest, to go after what is truly a part of your destiny, group number three. Stop the trickery. You know, start treating yourself to a different way of living, a different way of life. Make these decisions and stand clear on these decisions. If you are with the person who is not going to meet you halfway, you all know how that ends, right? We've all been through that damn movie at least once or twice in our life. You know how the hell it ends, group number three, right? I don't care if you have the best emotional relationship, the most, the best mental, physical, sexual relationship. I don't care. Because at the end of the day, being real and raw with you guys, if that is not going to sustain you for a long time, or if this person is not going to see or meet you spiritually in the middle, they're never going to. They're never going to because they're not meant to. These people are not meant to. And if you're in a marriage where you're like, listen, I want to leave, I don't want to stay here. And you have not worked through it because you have this trust and this love with this person. You're doing yourself a disservice because, again, you don't know if that's truly what you need. Okay, so there is a state of confusion right now, group number three, that does not need to happen. The state of confusion that you're in sensitively needs to end. You cannot be in a state of confusion. You have choices and decisions to make. And the only person who can make those choices or decisions is you. The chariot tells us that once we move away from something, 
right? Once we move away from what we think we know and we get into a place of where we needed to be and we're in living a different life, we're where we needed to be to start with. That is the omen, okay? This These signs are coming to you, group number three, because that is the omen you need to move on. You need to move on if stuff is not serving you, right? You're you're missing out on the person that you could be with because you're screwing around with the person who you shouldn't, right? The wish card or the message card is on target. Follow your ideal life path, group number three. Follow the chariot. You need to follow where your destiny is. Whatever you're feeling deep down inside is where your destiny lies and you need to follow that path, right? Regardless of what happens, regardless of what you're feeling, you have got to follow that path and that target, right? You have to kind of be on target in this situation, right? You have to kind of be present to know what's truly going on, to know your feelings, to know what is happening, to know what, what you're doing, what what is fulfilling you, all this kind of stuff, right? You have to be on target in some type of way. And when you follow your ideal path, again, group number three, this is what you wished for. This is what you truly, truly wished for, group number three, is your ideal path. Group number three, I really did hope that this helped. I hope that you did get some clarity here as far as what is happening or what the situation is and where you're going to be moving forward. If you are interested in doing the one-on-one reading still, you can sign up at my website. It's www.mysictbyd.com. You can sign up for any of the readings. They are $22 other than the... um. Mini reading, that's still going to be 15 and the whole astrological tarot reading or the whole teapot reading, as I call it. Um, that takes a lot of time and a lot of effort on my part. So that is something I am not changing the price on, but everything else is going to be at that price. Stay tuned again for Tea Tuesday tomorrow. We are talking all about ghosts, the paranormal, life after death, all of that kind of, you know, uh, weird kind of in the air topic for our October series. And yet again, we are no longer going to be having any, any more classes or astral classes for this month, but we will continue in November. And I hope to see you all again, group number three for Tea Tuesday.